Trav. Jay. My man. What's up? Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, uh, welcome to Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I am Jake. It's been a while. The, I'm Travis uh, T. Man with the with the velvet pipes over there is Travis Tate. What's up, everybody? We are back from a bit of a vacation. We had a few banked episodes for the Christmas season, but it is time. 2019. 2019. It's been about a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> How you been, man? Good. You're, I've been uh, good. Uh, Christmas well, New Year work out for you all right? Yeah, things are winding down. Did you do anything special for your New Year's Eve? Uh, I did a show. Yeah, yeah. Did a did a show right here in this room. That you there, you there for the uh, in this room? Well, it wasn't in the green room. We're in the green room at Wise Guys Jordan Landing right now. Yeah, but it was a... it was in the room on the other side of the wall. So were the you, showroom. Were you on stage as the ball dropped? No, it was like an eight o'clock show. We were done by like nine thirty. Oh, so you yeah. did, did you stick around for midnight, or you just you? No, I got I actually was yet. home by the time midnight hit. So that were was you nice. Still awake when midnight hit? Yeah, yeah, I was still awake. Did you celebrate? Uh. Go out and bang we on said, pots and pans, throw firecrackers. No, but people were shooting What'd off fireworks. Yeah, uh, we just said that. happy uh, New Year. Oh man, I forget. I was talking kids. to someone. <laughs> I was talking to someone, and they said like they had, their neighbors had like this giant line of firecrackers that they had like ringing around the cul-de-sac and just went on for like five minutes. I was like, that is insane. And they would <laughs> tell me about stuff in other countries where it's just lining the streets, and like that. I feel bad for the pets in that area. Oh yeah, it's just it's just another day to me. But that's not entirely what we're talking about, no. Travis. But Travis. I was a, I was opening for a, a really funny comic. His name's Kellen Erskine. He's been on Conan and stuff like that. But oh. he was actually they just released this new Amazon Prime series. It's one of their original series, and it's called uh, Inside Jokes. And it it kind of follows like five or six comics as they're trying to get into um, uh, laughs. Ugh, I can't remember what it's called. I'm I'm never going to get there. Relatively it's a club? Yeah, no, it's a festival up in it's just for laughs. It's oh. in Montreal. It finally hit me. <laughs> okay. It's up it's up in Montreal. It's like the biggest. It's like Sundance for comics. And it was them kind of trying to pass the you know the auditions and things and working their way to get to that. So he was featured on that. And it was it was really good. So check it out. Watch it. Good times, good times. It's a good show. You been doing many shows in the interim? Yeah, I mean, I took like two weeks off the week of Christmas, and then the one right before it was just, it was so overwhelming. I just, I couldn't do it all. Does it feel, does it feel good to take time off? Do you get rusty? Do you get antsy? Um, or is it like, yeah, you take you, a little time off, and then you're like, you're hungry. You're I didn't for, uh, enjoy doing it. It was a necessity because I worked uh, like 80 hours of that overtime. That's also true. <laughs> You're a mailman and like an MF. The two per- pay periods before Christmas, I, I worked 80 hours of overtime. So there was, there was not a lot of time for, for stand-up. But yeah, I, I was a little rusty. I was a little nervous coming back. But yeah, you work yourself out. Well, I got to tell you, the time the time away has energized me, Trav. Ah. Today, the, today I spent like like three episodes in my living room just clenching and shouting Wow. I don't know if I attained any sane levels because <laughs> I'm bald, but uh, I'm definitely, I feel energized. I feel ready. Well, that's good. That's I feel ready for this very special episode, Trav. I took some CBD oil for this very special well, episode. So. <laughs> should balance out then. Yeah. Trav, we're doing a very special thing tonight. What are we doing? Tonight is the Jake of the Year, Trav of the Year Awards. Yeah. If any of you out there were ready to know what 10 things. Should we call them the taters? You, you, the laters, the taters, 
it's classically we are uh, late to the party so we're uh, like a, a week, two weeks late uh, you know, I'm, for most people's not, top ten. I am not one to place <laughs> constrictions upon things. I am going to tell you ten things. Time is linear, been, right? Yeah. yeah it Time folds over. Time space a mystery. Yeah. I am going to tell you ten things that have... That you hate honor. about me? Like the movie? No, Trev. Ten I, things I hate Trev, about Trev, I couldn't find one. I can think of like 15 one. that I hate about hey, myself. Hey, man, that's that's life. Okay. Yeah. But uh, that's life. Ten things that have the honor of being a Jake this year. All right. Would you like to start or shall I? Uh, you go ahead and start. Trav, number ten of the Jake of the Year awards. Trav, letting go is a Jake of the Year. Letting go. Letting go. Trav. Let 20... it go, Indiana. Let it go. <laughs> Very much so. You know what? That is that is an apt description of many things I did this year. <laughs> Uh, 2018 was a year of a lot of things that I followed or was letting tie me up in knots. I let go of. There were things like probably the, well, the one that stands out and that will be. Oh no no no! I'm thinking. I'm thinking incorrectly. I had this worked out in my head. Things that I let go of this year. Uh, maybe the forerunner of this was. Okay. Uh, I had been a part of a couple of three or four fan groups. On the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and this year I let go of almost all of those because they were bringing me down, man. Uh, 2018 was the year that I decided I somehow figured out, oh, my God, people who like things have ruined me for liking things. Yeah, people are kind of the worst. I think the easiest one to get to is I love Star Wars, and I don't think I ever want to hear anyone talk about Star Wars ever again. Well, guess what? <laughs> You're going to hear me talk about Star Wars. You know what? That's I feel like you are not going to be the version of it. Like everybody got a hot take. Everybody, everybody got to bring down something. It's to the hating their point. It's it's bringing me down, man. You're bringing me down, man. Uh, you know, I let go of Travis. You know, what I let go of this year. What'd you get let go of, Travis? Hello, I love video games. You know that about me. The people I who sure listen do. to this show know that about me. Yes, I do. I let go of caring what difficulty I play games on. I played a lot of games on easy this year because <laughs> I have become a content tourist. I would play everything on easy. <laughs> well, I there was a younger Jake who uh, I'm ashamed to say would scoff at the idea, would look at like, why would I play it on easy? What am I? What am I, a child? <laughs> This year, uh, I put two or three. I wouldn't say I do it all the time, but if I'm not that concerned about being challenged by a game, like I just want to, I just want to see this story. Put it on easy. Have a good time. I think the only game I can think of that I didn't play on easy was probably like Guitar Hero, and that was just because it was just Strom, yeah, are... Strom, Strom. I was like, all right, I gotta at least have a few notes so I don't get totally <laughs> bored. No, there are definitely games. There's still games like uh, like Cuphead, or uh, I started playing Celeste recently. Uh, they're like platformer games that are are pretty difficult. I really like games like that. So that so things like that, like I'm not I'm not content touristing. I'm not mm-hmm. like just doing. I'm there for that challenge. But games like, um, like uh, I can't even remember if it has difficulty. But they're like I'm playing Red Dead Redemption. I'm trying to play Red Dead Redemption. I'm still having a hard time getting into that. But I'm probably just going to take that down to its easiest difficulty or anything like that and just. I don't. I don't need to be challenged by that game. Just want to ride a horse, part. I just want to pet a horse. I just want to. I just want to say hi to a lady. I just want to. I just want to be a cowboy. How are you doing, little? I don't need to live the hard life. Would you like some pecan pie? But uh, in this category, you know what wins the Jake of the Year of letting go, Trav? What? Trav, the Jake of the Year for letting go is the original premise of our show. 
which was completely <laughs> unsustainable. Even now that we have not done it for several episodes, I think back to what I originally was trying to do and like parts of my body clench of like, how was I ever going to do that for more than a couple of episodes? I will say the rabbit toaster was a classic though. Yeah. Oh yeah. We Always good, bring me a rabbit we got toaster. Some good stuff about, <laughs> we got some good stuff out of that and I still want to have fun with that now and again, but the idea that I was going to... I was going to pick several weird stories a week and try to make up other ones to trick you. <laughs> there was no way in heaven above or hell below that I was ever going to be able to do that <laughs> more than a couple of episodes. And even, you know, like questionable work at that. Well, so, number 10 on my list of Jakes of the Year, Letting Go, you're a Jake of the Year. Of the Letting Go. Sounds like a movie. Letting Go. Starring Jake <laughs> Starring Gyllenhaal and Sandra Bullock. No, coming to theaters. Sure, They're coming to theaters. Sure, I'm up Valentine's for it. Day. <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, all all I can think about now when I think of all that old Sandy is that towel across her eyes. I haven't seen Bird Box. I you, probably won't. Did you hear the sort of con- like quote unquote controversy out of that? I I know there's a Bird Box challenge, but I don't. Are they driving with the controversy that came out really early on that was uh, Netflix itself sort of put some money out there to get people to kind of like have a manufactured going viral memes thing. So like Mm -hmm. all the bird box, all the bird box memes you're seeing are kind of a snowball effect of Netflix got out ahead of that and said like, Hey guys, let's just make a bunch of memes and pretend like this whole Sandra Bullock with the, I'm surprised it took that long for people to realize that memes are manufactured by somebody in a marketing department. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, I mean, some of them, some of them are just made up. That was people. the counterbalance of it was that I've a made lot some of people myself. came out on the side of like most most things that are on their marketing do this. But even at that, it still felt like it didn't make me want to – it tainted my desire to watch it at all, which I did not. I didn't have any desire to watch it at all anyway. So. It was just the idea. It felt very try hard. Whether, whether other things are – you know, manufactured like that or not. I mean, kudos to them, I guess, if they can pull it off and not make it feel that manufactured. I I will say when I first saw those memes popping up, I was like, this thing's just barely out there. It's not, it's, it didn't, I'm like, it felt like this hasn't been out there long enough to have people going nuts like this. They were trying to recreate what happened naturally and organically with Stranger Things. Yeah. Because Stranger Things, I only watched it because I saw that Winona Ryder was in it. And I've always liked Winona Ryder. She's a little bit older than me when I was a teenager. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I watched it. And then I was like, wow, this is really good. And yeah. then it started picking up steam on. The popularity of it just didn't feel organic. And I think some of that also is coming about that uh, 2018 was the year of, you know, th- this died on Netflix. And I, I keep I also keep hearing rumblings of like Netflix is bleeding money and Netflix is having trouble keeping stuff going and. They're spending a lot of money on original content. They're spending a lot of money on original content, and it's it's so. Uh, I wonder if they're they're sort of trying to be a little more laser focused because it seemed like the last couple of years have just been Netflix is every time you turn on Netflix there is everything. Right, it's like it's a it's a shotgun blast. It's yeah. like it's so scattered out. There's eight episodes of this for this group and there's eight episodes of that for that group. And 2018 was the year of, Oh my God, there's so many uh, comedy specials on Netflix, which isn't bad. either. There've been a lot of really fun. <laughs> it depends. Ones to watch. It depends. Well, since you brought that up, that's, that's actually one of the things on my list. Oh, the return of fun comedy specials on Netflix. Oh, 
fun comedy. You're a tater. And of not all, not all of them are are what I just said. No, but like as an example, uh, Adam Sandler, his Netflix special. We talked about it on a previous episode. It was fun. It was just fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. It's not smart. It's not even really necessarily very much stand up. It's mostly songs, but it was fun. Um, there was a Gaffigan one that came out. It was a good, a good fun one. There's a new show on Netflix. It features Brian Regan kind of doing some of his classic bits. And then some of them are turned into sketches and that's pretty fun. But one of the, the highlights for me was uh, bumping mics. Yeah. It's David tell. I caught a little bit of that. And, uh, Jeff Ross. Yeah. And, <laughs> you said David Tell, and I'm yeah. like, I know who the other guy is, and right. it just completely shot yeah. out of my head. <laughs> and it's just fun. It's just three different short specials. They're not super long, but it's them just interacting with each other. And it's something I guess they do naturally in uh, at the Comedy Cellar in New York at the end of the show. They just kind of go on stage together and make jokes about each other and sometimes make jokes about the crowd. And that's what it is. It's them just bagging on each other you know doing a little crowd work sometimes they'll bring somebody up on the stage it's very fun they'll bring up some of the comics there bruce willis joe, might be there for an impromptu harmonica yeah. solo <laughs> they, they brought up joe Mackey, and it was so funny because joe Mackey's an awkward guy but he's super he's a really good comic and it was just fun he was just standing there smiling awkwardly <laughs> hey gang how's it going <laughs> and they're just making jokes about him he's like yes that is absolutely true <laughs> then they brought up i mean they brought up also they Rachel Feinstein, all those, all these good comics, but yeah, it was I, fun. Uh, Twenty eighteen was a a it was a weird year for comedy. Uh, our buddy Louis C.K., <laughs> you know, he he'd been gone a long time. He tried to come back again. It was less than a year. Interim. Uh, there was a, you know, I don't I don't know how much time you've been spending on Twitter, Trav. I've been spending time on Twitter. Boy, there was a lot of back and forth about how comedy's in trouble. Uh, there's also a real undercurrent of just like what you said is there's, there's a lot of very relentlessly positive comedy out there that isn't, doesn't feel, uh, I don't know if childish is the right word. doesn't feel light. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cindy and I got to go see Ron Funches this year and he's a very positive, very sweet. Comic. He's got a comedy central yes, special he, coming that, out. That came out uh, yesterday. He was, okay, yeah. uh, giggle fit. I like to watch that. He's coming back to Salt Lake uh, in the spring, I think. Yeah, he is. He's come back in February. Yeah. He's, he's funny. He is extremely funny, but he's also, he is also very positive. He's also very fun. Yeah. So, Hey, you know what? Good comedy. But also I was going to bring up Bert. Bert, Bert Kreischer. Kreischer. That. There's just nothing but joy in that special. Secret Time. Is it Secret Time? Yeah. Secret, Secret Time, time. Uh, was big in our house. We had a real good time watching that. I mean, there was legitimate laughs in there that made me, like, literally cry. He is. Because they were. And I've seen him. He is him. so fun I've worked to watch with him. because he, his entire act feels like he is just on the edge of cracking up. And, and often And he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And uh, also... Uh, Joey Diaz's special and Christina P and Brad Williams, they were all on the, uh, I think it was called the degenerates. Yeah. Watch all the degenerates. They're just uh, fun. They're, the degenerates part, I think I told you I caught was big J Okerson and big. He's J's. actually downtown right now. Oh really? Well tonight anyway. Hey, yeah. big J got a lot of respect <laughs> for you. Your comedy is a, a little rough for my taste, but I, I, I'm sure I, I, <laughs> he has a podcast called Legion of Skanks. Yeah. So he's he's a very funny guy. It, it just it rubs me a little the wrong way. But uh, more power to him. He's very good. Yeah. 
I hear him on I hear him on a lot of podcasts. I'm generally pretty happy to hear him because he's very funny. So comedy specials that are fun. I'm t- I'm I'm not saying people shouldn't do preachy comedy, but I'm not interested in it right now. No, I, I think there's uh, so much pre- I think a certain preachy friend of people ours in real who life. Tried to come back this year has maybe uh, put a put a bit of a I wouldn't say a stake in that, but has maybe given people pause to think about. You know, the funny thing though is a lot of these media outlets that are now reporting on how terrible a person he is two years ago were reporting about how he was such a genius he's the same guy well he's the same guy he was back then he uh, said the n-word like eight years ago pretty specific the things he did was a lot of it was more than 10 years ago sometimes the things provide context and a couple of years ago people had people didn't know about some very specific incidents here's here's why here's why i'm bringing it up because there's a lot of people that would say louis ck is a genius because they heard other people say louis ck is a genius without even knowing anything about him so if somebody brought up you know, stand-up comedy and conversation they would be like oh what was the name of that guy oh yeah yeah louis ck is a genius his comedy is just cutting edge without even knowing anything that he's ever done. Wow. That's a certain type of person. That's And not, those same people are now like, oh, he, what a that's scumbag. Not fa- that's not the fault of, that's not the fault, I would say, of news. That's not the fault of comedy in general or preachy comedy. That's the fault of a person who wants to project a, uh, who wants to project an aura about themselves without being authentic. Yeah, it's false. Look, man, I would... Previous previous Louis C.K. work, I watched his his recent show, thought it was brilliant. And I'm sure it's still great, but it's difficult to go back to under the context of, oh, that's what guy he is. And look at the right. things that he said and things that he was a part of take on a whole new light when you look at like, oh, he's not, he's not sort of trying to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not trying to uh, overdo this thing. He's that guy or... This isn't him trying to say something about things in general. This is him trying to say something about himself. The only Louis C.K. special that I actually enjoyed was the last one that he did for Netflix. It was only up for a couple months before they took it down. (laughs) And uh, it was because actually he was looking at both sides of every topic he talked about. It was like kind of like Bill Burr does. That's why I like Bill Burr so much. He'll look at the ridiculousness of of both sides of something instead of I just hate one-sided anything right now that's just i'm not into anything that is just i'm on this side and this is how it's going to be and then you got the other people going oh well i'm on this side and this is how it's going to be most of us are kind of in the middle you know what i mean not gonna lie to you trav i am relatively comfortable being all the way on one side (laughs) things it depends on the thing but you know what that's not what this show is about tonight no no this show is going to be about the number nine jake of the year travis Yes. Number nine, Jake of the Year, is Xbox Live Game Pass. Bum, bum, bum. I, uh, on a lark, because uh, a couple of my friends wanted to get together and try out uh, Sea of Thieves when it came out. It was a pirate game. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I'm glad it's not like a dinosaur game or something like that, you know? Yeah, that, that wouldn't be an apt title, certainly. No, it wouldn't. But uh, Sea of Thieves was highly anticipated. What if it was people that like steal babies, but they do it through C-section? Travis, I thought we weren't doing edgy comedy tonight. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm uh, Utah's bad boy. In case you haven't heard. Yeah, watch out, watch out, all other bad boys. 2019 is the year of bad Trav. Is there a plant in this room? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Now, anyways, um, there's a lock on the door. So everything, uh, boy, hey, <laughs> brief, brief pass away. That thing you just did there. Yeah. When I when I'm thinking, sometimes is my like uh, you know transitionary thing. I'll start going. I learned today that scares the shit out of one of my dogs. Oh really? I started going, huh. and one of my dogs started freaking out. Doesn't he do it on Red Dead Redemption? The guy, not when not he calls his horse, certain. not entirely. Certain. Sorry, but whistles, but he likely. also does the little. Sounds sounds perfectly likely, but uh, our dog Haas started freaking out. Even when I, you know, I stopped doing, it, I put my hand down, let him come over and sniff my hand, and realize, oh, this isn't a, an alligator monster or anything. It's just <laughs> that guy who feeds me. Even I'd pet him for a little while, and then he'd kind of look up at me, and he'd start like the teeth would start burying, and I'd let go of him, he'd start barking again, completely. Maybe there's somebody that does it in their yard and it bothers them. Uh, making noises that my uh, that my dog gets freaked out about. You're in the negative of Jake's of the Year, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Pass them back. Game, Xbox Live Game Pass for ten dollars a month, Trav. Okay. I have. It, it's like a Netflix for games. But, oh, really? But the real the real kicker in this. So it's like GameFly, except <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. No, okay. I'm saying in that it's like Netflix streaming in that there is a library of games that I have access to that I can download and play. If I stop my subscription, those games become inactive and I can't use them. How many can you actually download on your device, though? How many can I get there? Well, another Jake of the Year. A Jake of the Year honorable mention is my, my best friend Josh gave me a, uh, an external hard drive. So now I can put on just about anything I want. Wow. So uh, any anyways, uh, we wanted to play... Uh, sea of thieves and the the sort of consensus was you can do a month of uh, game pass you know as a trial let's try that thought okay well in a month i'll is this is going to be a hassle in a month i'll cancel it but the guys want to do this sea of thieves didn't end up being particularly impressive but then i started looking through the library and uh i've played a ton of games this year and the just the idea of me being able to there's no, there's not a thread or anything. I'm paying $10 a month. So, you know, there, there's no um, threat of like, oh, I wasted my $60, $30, $20, whatever game On a cost. game that wasn't fun. I can download a game. If I don't like it, it's gone. I played things like, uh, I played this game called Gar- The Gardens Between, I think was what it was called. This really, really cute, tight story about like uh, childhood and moving away and friends and things like that. I played uh, Ruiner, which was this really great uh Third, you know, kind of a third-person isometric. Is one of these going to be a fake game? game? No, I'm not okay. going to. I'm not going to pull fake games. <laughs> I played uh, Hellblade: Senua, Senua's Sacrifice, which is this amazingly, for for what games are, I would say photorealistic, well uh, performed, like really amazing capture performance uh, game that's uh, very much about uh, mental health. Huh. This it, that's interesting. Just got to play all these spectacular games that I really never would. I think a lot of people that uh, play games online should probably play that game. Yeah, all the all the fifteen year olds that are saying well, the n word on not Xbox Live—they're just going to be like, "Hey, why isn't she <laughs> taking her clothes off or whatever?" But uh, you know, I got to play—I got to play a ton of games, and and, and I've kept my subscription. Uh, see, at these, we didn't end up. Like I said, we didn't end up enjoying. But I've played tons of games since then and kept my subscription. So Xbox Live Game Pass, you're a Jake of the Year. All right, I'm going to go. This is in no particular order, by the way. Uh, I'm going to go. This is a wrestling-based one. Daniel Bryan's in-ring return. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. He he tried for like three years. He he had a lot of concussions. He had head injuries and things like that. And he kept trying to come back, and they wouldn't let him come back. And then finally, just right before WrestleMania last year, he made his comeback, and he's been doing good. He's currently the world champion on SmackDown, but he's a great guy. Uh, he's been here like they always bring like a, a WWE guy to the car shows and stuff like that. So we went and met him and got pictures with him, but man, people love him. He's a, he's a hard worker. He's a tiny little guy. Yeah. I've, I've heard stories that he is a very, very nice guy and very fun guy. I was just super happy that he's back. He's currently a heel. He's a bad guy. Uh, you, he I turned heel to win the world title, but man, I'm happy for him. It's, it's good to see his, him back. His return and heel turn. And I can't remember if I, if I'd asked you then, but I'm going to ask you again. All right. Do those sort of returns ever make you a little nervous in that from what I had heard, Daniel Bryan was in pretty bad, like he can't come back shape. Yeah, he was pretty much never going to wrestle again. Wrestling has a wrestling has a very long history of guys. Even now, when they when they work, they work very things are much more focused on uh, overall health for for uh, performers. It's. I still get the impression listening to interviews and shows that a lot of the guys still push their bodies farther than they really should be. I mean, that's just a natural athlete thing. Pro or you know, any pro athlete. Well, I shouldn't say any. There are some that milk any little, little bang, banged up leg or whatever they can. But yeah, of course he. From what I understand, he gets checked after every match. They check him for a concussion, things like that, just to make sure they're like super paranoid about it because there's there's currently a lawsuit going on yeah. with with uh older wrestlers suing well older because wrestlers nobody... are in a lot of older wrestlers are in just pitiable shape and they they work themselves far harder than they ever should if you <laughs> and kind of didn't get anything out the other end of it i think they're i mean obviously nobody ever thought that getting hit in the head with a chair was going to be good for you <laughs> but they had they had no idea that the back end of your life right. was going to be like that. Even less than the NFL did. The NFL has been a billion-dollar company for a long time. Pro wrestling is very much... Yeah, had the old days of the territory. Insulated like community. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So they're very much, well, we're going to do it this way, and that's how we do it. And if you don't, you're not tough enough to be here kind of thing. So you're going to get hit in the head with a chair. You're going to hit me in the head with a chair. Hit me as hard as you can, because I'm going to hit you as hard as that's I can. The, that the kind of thing. brutal stories of, like... Having uh, fans whipping, you know, flicking uh, lit cigarettes and throwing batteries at you and right. chasing you out, trying to shoot you at the end of the match, <laughs> and stabbing you and stuff like that. Yeah, there are a few. Uh, Roddy Piper got stabbed, I think. I yeah, remember. Roddy Piper got stabbed. But yeah, I, I was, at first, I was pretty nervous. I say like whenever, I exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> whenever I would watch Daniel Bryan wrestle, it was kind of like, is he going to be all right? Is he going to be all right? But I think now it's just kind of like it seems natural. He's, he's back. Okay. He's doing his thing. So... I'm glad to see him back. So that was my, I guess, number nine. I haven't ordered these. I just kind of wrote them down as I thought of them. I, I couldn't really, uh, I would feel bad putting some things over other things. So I didn't number them. I didn't worry about that. This is it. My list is a lock. This inanimate object list. I, I'm care. I worry about its feelings. My list is my list is a lock. <laughs> this is how much I love things. I love things over other things, and the people who are involved in those. Just gonna have to get used to it. Let's do number eight because well, we're almost a half hour in. While we're here, though, <laughs> while I'm looking at my list, let's take a brief moment to uh, a brief pass. R.I.P. A brief pass away. R.I.P. Uh, mean Gene Okerlund, huh? Mean. Woo. 
Eugene. He's a good. He's a guy that I kind of knew of my whole life and had a had an affection for. So R.I.P. Me and Gene. My number eight. Put that cigarette out. My number eight, Trav. Overall health. It's been a year of things working out here and there for it's overall. It's been health. a year. Sorry. I uh, you know I got I got back on track diet wise. Uh, I've been getting better sleep here and there, though that's a hard well, that to keep up with delightful but it, it no it, <laughs> trav it is a pain in the ass trying to get trying to get correct sleep i can't sleep more than 10 minutes at a time because my arms fall asleep really yeah i don't know what that is uh it's my back oh yeah so i'll lay on one side until my arms start tingling i'm afraid to take like a sleeping pill because i'm afraid i'll sleep on it all night long and i've, I've heard of people's arms like atrophying because they were <laughs> super drunk and slept no on good. them weird yeah uh, sleeping pills can be a dicey proposition just because a lot of times when I, on the rare occasions that I've done that, I wake up just feeling, I, f- I wake up feeling just as tired, if not more tired than it's I like ta- a groggy kind of floaty feeling. I take a non-addictive NyQuil pill yeah. that it just kind of helps you stay asleep. It I take a, I take a melatonin tablet here and there if I'm, if I'm a little jived up. I've done melatonin. Fall asleep, yeah. But it's more or less a... If I'm gonna have that, I need to I need to basically get myself to be asleep at nine thirty, and that's weirdly hard to do. Yeah, that is hard to do. But the Jake of the Year in the health department is Trav. I wouldn't say I discovered, but uh, I committed myself to meditation this year, ah. and that has done amazing benefits for me. It's a it's a real fascinating thing of, you know, looking at something and thinking of it as being a little bit hokey, but having enough people that you respect say, "No, this has been great." I think and it's it's that just time to focus and i mean i've never like classically done meditation but i think just common sense looking at it spending a little time thinking deeply not thinking about shallow unimportant things and just focusing probably really brings balance i can't i can't speak for everyone else but there's a you know i'll put on uh I, i did some guided ones for a while and that's been very nice i've gotten to where uh i put on a uh um uh, Spotify playlist of kind of ambient song, ambient songs, mm-hmm. and uh, I can hit hit sort of a zone that just really the way I've always de- I've been describing it is it's like a Jenga tower where a bunch of the sticks are out of it, and getting those zones like kind of puts the sticks back in and refocuses a lot yeah. of kind of scattered thoughts. But uh, nice overall health. Overall, health. you are a Jake of the year with number one in that category being figuring out that I can make meditation work. All right. Overall health is always something that we all need to look at. Yeah. So that's, that's good. Uh, I'm going to go right now with, let's go Supernatural. Yeah? Supernatural season 13, which was last year, and 14, which is the current one. Now, I guess it's still up in the air whether they're kind of leaning toward this might be the last season, but there's a chance there might be another one. But the end of last season and so far this season, they kind of have – brought everything back to the beginning which makes me think maybe this will be the last year they brought a lot of people back because they found like an an alternate earth a different dimension earth so a lot of the people that died they brought back like felicia day and jim beaver and their characters and and they're on the show off and on again they brought back their mom they're going to be bringing back jeffrey dean morgan for at least one episode i shouldn't i shouldn't be letting gabe hear this because he's uh Gabe's been plowing through. Uh, oh, really? Supernatural. It's so fun. It's it's a funny show. The brother aspect of it. It's just <clears throat> that good relationship where they'll do anything to each other. They go to hell to save each other type of thing. It's just good. It's not 
bickering about stupid things that much. They do that a little bit, but it's usually pretty funny. But yeah, they've kind of refocused what they're doing, getting back to almost the beginning, getting back to monsters and stuff. But they also brought back angels and Michael and all this. It's Gabe will be. Gabe will be uh, I think Gabe will be happy to hear that. I think Michael has been one of the things that he's liked in the in the recent. Michael. Or maybe not. I don't. I, I know. I heard him talking about Michael. What season he is? He's got to be like season four or something like I don't that. Know. Probably. I'm sure he's farther than that. Oh. So I. I might be. I might be right. I might be crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just like the how they've refocused everything. So, and I, I'm a big supernatural fan. So that's that's all my list of top ten things. That's our current number eight. It's a, a go supernatural. Uh, and the Scooby-Doo episode was a lot of fun, too. Watching things was definitely not a Jake of the Year. I watched a little bit of a couple of uh, a couple of several things, but did not finish. Watching things has not been my strong suit this year. You will, you will notice that my Jake's of the, Jake of the Year awards, uh, I don't know if any of them are having watched things for the most part, but you know what? Can I bring up one more thing about Supernatural before I forget? I don't know, there Travis. Was, there was an episode you this closed year. Out, you closed out your number eight. I know. I, don't know I, know, I, I just remembered it. it. Wait, let me hold on. Let me check. You know, I'm getting some information. Yes, you may continue. Okay. The peanut gallery says, go ahead. Yeah. There, there was an episode where uh, this ghost was possessing things. And at one point, it possesses a, a panthro action figure. <laughs> and the panthro action figure beats up this nerd in his basement. Does it, does it talk like panthro? <laughs> no, it just turns its head and that's looks kinda, angry. That's kind of too bad, but still But it's like cool. a 12-inch action figure, and it starts moving around. <laughs> it was funny. So I had to bring that up. All right. My number seven, Jake of the Year, is a music category. This year was an excellent year for music for me. Uh, Better than most. This year, I was able to get into some music in ways that I haven't in a long time. It was Africa by Weezer, wasn't it? It (laughs) Actually, I I still, I never listened to any of those Africa covers. The Weezer one actually is is good. It's not as good as Toto, but it's still pretty good. Um, I... Via the Spotify discovery playlist, via going to some really good uh, live shows with my friend Dan, I got into some bands in a way that I haven't in years. I got into, uh, let's see, what did I get to get into? I got into uh, Flatworms this year. I got into Wookin. This ga- I, you can, I, you I, can you know, get medication for that. Yeah, well, I don't want it because you know what? <laughs> I, I don't know how to finish that sentence, but I, I enjoyed Flatworms. I believe the way it's pronounced in this band that I, f- I found called Wookin. Wookin? What I didn't realize that I needed more in my life was pan flutes. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're feeling the pan <laughs> flute, flute condition, may I pl- recommend W-U-C-K-N. I believe it's pronounced Wookin. Couldn't tell Who was you. the pan flute guy that would always be on those commercials? Zamfir. Uh, that, Zamfir. Right? I, I, I keep thinking of my, my touchstone for that is Jethro Tull. Is there pan flute in Africa? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems like there might be. Do you want to get sued? Uh, no, I got into a bunch of music this year. A new album by an old favorite, Therapy, that I really enjoyed. But my top, my in the category of music, my Jake of the Year would be the um, getting to go see, I went to go see uh, MC5, titled as MC50, getting to see, we talked about it already, Travis, seeing Starcrawler was amazing. It was one of the more organic. Uh, it has been. I watched their videos. Did you? I watched a few of them. Yeah. How did? What did that impress upon you? I felt like. Did you feel? I felt like they could. No, well, <laughs> a little bit. I felt like they could, if potentially be a really good band, and the girl is really skinny. So I hope 
that's by her own choice. Well, they, they seem to be getting pretty good. <laughs> she's press. very, very skinny. They seem to be getting pretty good press, but I think they are. As long as she's healthy, you know, I'm fine with it. It, it was a split of, you know, what I talked about was um, their stage performance is probably the, what was doing a lot of the heavy lifting, but they're just so talented to be. It, it was so amazing to see such a talented band with such a, an amazing stage presence. Also, just a bunch of really young kids and seeing like, wow, these these guys have a a, a, a bright future as an insane bunch of people, but just great musicians. And their videos kind of had an early Blink One Eighty Two quality to it because there was kind of comedy and sketches and stuff. Were you talking about I Love L.A.? The, Is that the one with the donut shop or something? I think so. I haven't yeah. actually watched their videos. I just keep listening to their their album over and over again. Yeah, it's it seemed like. Seem, they seem pretty cool, so... Yeah, so, Starcrawler, you are a Jake of the Year. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm going to stick with music. It's just a natural transition here. Bring it, Trey. I'm going to go with Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, really? I really enjoyed it. I didn't realize Zack Snyder directed it when I went to see it. <laughs> Does that, but, did that change your mind post-seeing um, it all? No, because it was a really good movie. I love the way where it started out. They were about to go up at Live Aid. It was kind of this following him through the morning up to the where he was about to walk on stage, and then it flashes back and does, you know, him meeting the rest of the band and, you know, the ups and downs through that, and then it closes out with probably a twenty-five minute performance of them at Live Aid. Yeah, and I just like the way that 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 flowed through and told the through story in between, and it brought it all together. But the, you know, Zack Snyder, he's a creep. But I thought the movie was was excellent. Uh, have you have you ever watched any like uh, Queen live performancey type things? Yeah, I, I mean, especially after I saw the movie, I was. So did, have you watched? I was Queen, watching a ton Queen of Rock it. Montreal. No, that one I, I haven't watched yet because that one's kind of long. I love Queen. Rock So I actually Montreal. need to like have time to sit down because it, it's like over I think a we half had talked hour. About right? it before, have you seen them do the kind of alternate version of "We Will Rock You" where it's really sped up and stuff? No, uh-uh. it is so cool. Uh, I'm definitely going to so check cool. that Especially, out. Especially, you don't even have to watch the whole thing. That's the song they open with on Queen Rock Montreal, and it's just like it, it, it's. I don't know what to say to people. Like, I was going to say if you if you don't believe in like what a legend Queen is, I don't know that that's going to change your mind. But when I see that, that cements for me what legends they they were. My kids are, are. into into Queen now, well, and I be. I was always a Queen fan. But even during the movie, I was like, man. I forgot how many great songs they had. Yeah. And I always thought that it's one of my favorite, like classic bands, but during the, cause they go, they're showing all these concerts through out the country. They're doing some like in great Britain and stuff. And I don't, there's probably 25 songs in it at least. And every one of them is just a killer song. It's okay. a killer. Yes. <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I totally enjoyed it. Can't wait till it's on Blu-ray. So I can watch it again. Bohemian Rhapsody. You're a Tate of the Year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we're we're taking a stop at number six. You know what, Trav? I'm I'm, I'm talking on the positive. A lot of really cool stuff happened in 2018. I'm gonna get real with you, Trav. Get 2018 real. was a little bit of a rough year for me. I wouldn't say anything tragic happened, but man, I, it was a real struggle. I had some real downs this year, just attitude wise. Attitude wise. At one point. Something pulled me out of that hole. Something came was along it? right when I needed it. What was it? And that was Sony, uh, for the Sony PlayStation, Marvel's Spider-Man. Ah. That came out. Spider-Narc. 
Spider Narc. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I feel bad when I hear about that. I feel bad when I hear people say that. Spider Man is supposed to catch criminals well, and turn them into the I police. Mean, the thing is, is they're very non specific about that. Like, there's the one side of the people like, oh, Spider Man's just busting somebody for five ounces of weed. In my head, we might, I, I might have told you about this. In my head, the whole Spider Man thing, when, he's, when he talks about, like, oh, I hate people selling drugs in my neighborhood, he's not talking about a guy getting trying to get some edibles. He's talking about some, like, proprietary for the Marvel story, like, we're out here selling scuzz. Yeah. And, you know, they're selling it to, they're selling it to grade school kids. They're making grade school kids take it. Yep. Those are the kind of drug dealers. By gunpoint. Take it, kid. Take it. He's not, he's not going over. You Is know, you addicted he's yet? He's not going after Doug Benson or anything like that. He's <laughs> just, you know, he's not out there for the people having a good time. He's out for the people trying to have people have a bad time. Let's face it. The but, potheads are not walking the streets. They're yeah. sitting at home. Ordering on Grubhub. Yeah, I never busted into anybody's into anybody's house and brought them down while they were watching, you know, half baked. But that's not what we're talking about, Travis. No, we're talking about the Spider-Man game. We're talking about that. I was in a, I was just kind of in a depressed place, and that game was coming out, and I hadn't really planned on playing it, but I'm like, you know what? I kind of, I, I think that this game is going to be a word, a warm hug, and I need a warm hug right now. And you know what? You know what Spider-Man was? What? It was. It was everything I needed. Was it the warm hug America needs? Yeah. Yes, it is. America, get out there, play play that <laughs> game. No, it, it, Spider-Man in general, because there's another thing about that that we'll be talking about a little later. Spider-Man is a thing that nine times out of ten, when one of them comes out and it's good, the thing you'll hear about people go, Spider-Man is just positive. Right. That's you know? Spider-Man, man. You may hear one or one other, you know, some grim dark going like, oh, he... Batman's better or whatever. And ain't, ain't no dirt on Batman. People, people that say Batman is the, is the best hero, they're the same people that would say Louis C.K. is a genius. They, <laughs> they've never actually read Batman. Okay. And I'm not saying Batman's bad because I do like Batman. I mean, but it's just the easy answer. If you want to talk it's about, basic. If you want to talk about reading. Yeah, basic. If you want to talk about reading, I will say just about every, everything out there has been amazingly good and spectacularly bad. It just depends on who's writing it. But the thing I genuinely do end up enjoying, and in this case did, is Spider-Man. The, the story's pretty good. It has takes on a lot of characters that, like, is a little fre- is fresh. Um, it doesn't get... It can, be, uh, it can be suspenseful without going grimdark. You know, don't want to take up too much time, but hey, Spider-Man, Sony, Sony's Marvel Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4... <laughs> You're a Jake of the Year. Sony's Marvel Spider-Man. That's quite a title. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if we bought that. I know my kids wanted it. I can't remember if we bought it. Well, I, I uh, if we I did, actually, I will try it. I'll I try actually red boxed it, and through two red boxings, was able to complete it without too much trouble. So, wow. you might not want to necessarily spend the money because <laughs> it's it's a very one once through type game, but a, but a, a Jake of the Year all the same. All the same. All right, I'm going to go right now. Let's go Mission Impossible Fallout. Ooh, I have not seen that yet. I am a huge spy movie fan and a huge Mission Impossible specifically fan, and this is my favorite one. I can't get you to shut up about Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, Spy Kids 3D, it brought us Lava Girl and Shark Boy. I mean, (laughs) it spun off of that. But yeah, Mission Impossible Fallout. Lava Girl and Shark Boy, does that count as a spy movie? I don't know. I mean, uh, Robert Rodriguez did it. <laughs> it was it was in the Spy Kids universe, so we're gonna call it. I actually didn't hate the Spy Kids, the first one. 
It was kind of fun. Yeah. I'd, had machete in it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight it. Uncle Machete. Before the is Machete movie, is yeah. he Uncle Machete? Yeah, that's that's the character oh. in the movie. It's the same character. It's in the same. Spy Kids I'll, are in the same universe as Machete. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this about that, Travis. I'll be damned. <laughs> you will be damned. It's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great movie. Tom Cruise. I mean, he's like 56, 57. He's, Superman with a mustache. Superman with a mustache the, is the movie that created Mustache Gate. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but. You well, don't, well, don't cuz I'm going to watch it soon. You don't know what his deal is in, until you do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's oh. kind of back and forth and wishy-washy and you think oh. you think he's bad, then you think he's good, and you think he's bad, and you think he's good and he's You ended with he's good, great. Travis. Uh-oh. Maybe I did that to trick you. <gasps> cuz I don't want to give it away. Travis, I don't know if you're bad or if you're good right now. Neither do I. Yeah. But yeah, the whole cast great action great story great uh highly recommend it stunts great music great tom cruise still out there doing the hard work there there is one i'm going to give this away it's a joke in it and it just it's the perfect mission impossible humor where tom cruise is going like through buildings upstairs jumping building to building and uh simon Pegg is on his his little tablet going, what is taking you so long to get from here to there? And he goes, I'm jumping from building to building. He's like, Oh yeah, I didn't have it in 3d. Sorry. He, I thought you were just <laughs> running up the street, but stuff like that. Cause he's like, what is taking him? You're super, you're super spy Ethan hunt. Why are you taking so long? And he had to like run up a spiral stair all the way to the top. Why are you running in circles? But that's just the kind of humor that's in it. And the action's awesome. There's a, I mean, the biggest uh, complaint that I heard from people about it is it was like, yeah, that ending action scene was a little long. Like, oh, I'm sorry. People dogfighting in helicopters was too long. Settle down. Is that your complaint? Settle down, that guy. Ugh. But I, I loved I it. Over I, it's my favorite. As though he's here in front of me. It's my favorite Mission Impossible movie. Check it out. Congratulations. Yes. Fallout, you are a Tate of the Year. That's right. You All fell right. in. We're halfway. And you know what? I'm going to spoil something for you. This is probably going to be my five spoil every it. year. The five golden rings of our list is going to be the co-op crew. What's that? That is my friend Josh. That is my friend Dan. That is my friend CJ. And that is my friend Chester. It's a little group we have on Facebook that we get together to play games with. Oh. We're all good friends. We've been friends for years. Played a lot of games this year. We played a lot of Fortnite. <laughs> We're just good buds. We keep up on each other. It's the way that we get together. And you know what we did as a co-op crew this year? Flew to Seattle for my friend CJ's birthday. Wow. That sounds a great fun. Thing. Did the dance from the Scat, Bro- Scat Bros video for him. Wore- my friend Josh wore the, the Space Wizards outfit. <laughs> These are all things that I'm not going to give you context for. But we did them. It was a good time. I can imagine a Space Wizard. We spent. We had a great time there. Went to good old Pike Street Market. Space Wizard. I'm thinking like an astronaut with a wizard hat you're attached not, to the top. You're not nearly as far off as you might think. You are. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell that story. That's not what this is about. This okay. is about me telling you that Travis, yes. the co-op crew, number five with a bullet every single year. They are a Jake of the year. I love you guys. Co-op crew. What's up? Mm-hmm. Spread the love. Trav. Okay. I can't, I'm, I'm t- 
tossing it over to you, buddy. I am going to go with, let's go Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's indeed. And it's just because there was, there was Black Panther, there was Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Some might say superhero movies come out a lot. So I just rounded them all up into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. The way they all worked into each other. Uh, it, when Infinity War came out, I was jokingly calling it a Black Panther 2. Because <laughs> a lot of it took place in Wakanda. So, but just the whole interweaving of everything they've done obviously is amazing. Mm-hmm. And what else can you say? Marvel, good job. I'm happy hey, with you. I'm happy finally, with you. Get, finally, Marvel, you're getting yours. Yeah, you're getting some credit around here. You're a Tate of the Year. Good job, coach. Now, it's good that you brought that up because number four, number four, uh, I didn't get out to a lot of films this year. I will say this year, we discussed it earlier, I didn't watch a whole lot of stuff this year. But I caught some of the temples. I caught like a Black Panther. I caught a uh, Infinity War. I caught a lot of that stuff. That's not what we're talking about here. What number four is one of my Jake of the Years is In Jokes with Gabe. In Jokes with Gabe. And that happened with a lot of those movies, Trav. Is that like, uh, we're having a bubble. We're having a a bubble is is an In Joke with Gabe. Shitty British was an in joke with it. I brought I brought up Shitty British the other day and caught him with a "Give me a spoon" and it made him laugh and it made my heart sing. But we had some really great ones this year. With uh, I I think I told you about earlier when we went and saw Venom. Anytime Venom was on screen, I would nudge him and go, "Gabe, that's Venom. This movie's about him." I finally saw Venom. How'd you like it? I liked it. I yeah. I think it was fine. The, the through line with most people is just that is it is an aggressively okay movie. Uh, he it's was su- Tom Hardy was fine. super mumbly. There's a lot of unbelievably dumb stuff in it, and there's a lot of stuff in it. That's, it's a movie that like I'm not I'm not going to get out there necessarily and uh, champion for, but it's just it's perfectly fine. I thought Tom Hardy played Eddie Brock like a loser that is dumb. Yeah, some might so say... So I didn't buy that he was like this world-class interviewer or... Some might say there's actually a part in the movie where Venom says, you're a loser, that's why I like you. Yeah. Because I'm a loser too. I'm going to stay on Earth because I'm not necessarily a loser here. <laughs> what a weird way to set up this character. It was weird that he, Venom was just like a, a regular ho-hum uh, alien. He wasn't like the big I, bad alien. Yeah, I, if there's a strike... If a, a few strikes against the movie is that they... They don't really settle on that. There are points where he's a ho-hum, and there's points where maybe he's calling Eddie Brock a bitch. <laughs> Things like that. So, right. But it was fun It was that, It was was fun having that in joke. It was fun when we went and saw the My Hero Academia movie, and every every time something really outlandish in anime would happen, I would turn to Gabe and nudge him and go, anime shit. <laughs> and we'd get a good laugh at him. Uh, recently, we saw uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. I wanted to go see that. But I haven't that made it. That show is, is it? spectacular. I don't want to spoil any of it, but the um, the design on Kingpin in particular is ridiculous. Nice. Which, come to find out, is actually based on a Bill Sienkiewicz design that is also ridiculous. But I mean, I think we all knew that. Uh, every t- <laughs> Hey, that's just a little, little bit of trivia. A little, little Trav Triv. Um, but every like time that. Kingpin Trap would trip. come on screen, yeah, and we, we kept doing this back and forth with each other. He'd come on screen and go, oh, oh, Kingpin's so thick. Or, <laughs> you know, I go, ooh, Kingpin got booty. And we would just laugh our laugh ourselves to death. So uh, I think I ran through most of them. Number four, uh, in jokes with my son, you're a Jake of the year. That's always good. I, I my, my daughter will say, hey, can I go hang out with my friends? And I'm like, do you want me to come with you? 
She's like, no, why would I want you to come with me? I'm like, because I'm delightful. So <laughs> saying I'm delightful when she knows I'm not delightful, that's my end joke with my kids. It was, it was a really good year. That's that. the best part about having kids. You create your own best friends. <laughs> you force them to be your own and best And they friend. rely on you. They're, they're like pets. <laughs> I provide you food and shelter. So right. You, you Damn bad, well, better be nice. <laughs> I pay to your me. car insurance. You have to be my nice. Stupid to me. jokes. <laughs> All right. Um, next, I'm going to go with. I actually just saw this. Let's go Aquaman. Yeah. I just saw Aquaman a couple nights ago. Aquaman's that high on your list, huh? I saw. It, I think New Year's Day. New yeah, I Year's I liked Day. it a lot. It's. I I feel like DC is finally figuring things out, and they're going away from the dark, serious. It was fun. I mean, it could have been a Marvel movie. It really could have. Yeah. It had that feel to it. It had this big otherworldly uh, feel to it when they're underwater. And when they go to Atlantis, you're like, yeah, this does actually feel like a whole nother thing. It's They're kind of old-fashioned, but they also have like this insane technology. And I like that. I kind of wish the world was like that. I wish we still dressed like uh, we were in... Dic- I wish it was steampunk, basically. That we had. I kind of wish life was steampunk. So you, 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 Trav, what I'm hearing here is you really want a bowler hat. I want a bowler hat, but like with a like a like a sprocket I, on it. I want a bowler hat, but I want it to have Bluetooth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Aquaman's fun. There's jokes in it. There's characters you care about. There is a cover of Africa by Pitbull that I was not a fan of. I I have heard a lot about how bad that is. That's bad. And that seems out of place. But the the movie on its own, a blast. And I'm looking forward to Shazam because I know that's going to be fun. Shazam does look like a lot of fun. And I hope they figure out what they're going to do as far as uh, Superman and Batman. Because Aquaman, on point. Wonder Woman, on point. So if they can sort out Superman and Batman, it's going to be good. That reminds me. Brief pass away. Something that I've seen recently. There is a, in comic books. There is currently a DC Universe He-Man Universe crossover. Sweet. I saw a panel from uh, a panel from it that was um, He-Man fighting Superman, but uh, He-Man was Shazam. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't. I want to wow. try not find any more about this. Once it's out in a collected edition, I really want to read it. That's a natural fit, actually, because Prince Adam basically. I have the power. It's kind of like saying Shazam. Two things. Except I'll, that he looks exactly the other like one that I'll spoil it for you is there's a I've seen a little bit of is there's some really great hangouts between uh, Swamp Thing and Moss Man. <laughs> this this oh. is not stuff. I'm not kidding you about this. But that sounds fun. I don't want to tell you. May I? Yes, your turn. Number three. Wait, one more thing. Just oh. kidding. Just kidding. Damn you! <laughs> Number three. Uh, something that I started doing that uh, incorporates a few of my Jake of the Years, be it the uh, Xbox Live Game Pass, be it music, be it uh, my overall just you know letting go and relaxing. Something that I've been doing, something that I didn't realize that I was going to adore, but thanks to Game Pass, I started playing Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 4 and realized, oh my god, I love this game. Hmm. I love it. Uh, it's very zen-like for me to do the racing. Uh, I get it very much into a zone while I'm playing it. But something I settled into is, was uh, I'll sit down on an evening. I'll have a couple of cocktails. <laughs> I'll put on some headphones and put on my Spotify discovery list and just race. And it is so incredibly relaxing. It is something that I have come to look forward to doing on a weekly basis of just that sit down, 
I guess not necessarily every week do the couple of cocktails, but it, it, it's a funner part of the process. But uh, just, do you use a wheel? Is it an actual wheel, or is it just? A I have remote? not. I have not graduated to getting a, a racing wheel yet. I I will say I have considered that. I've considered that, but I don't know how much it would change the experience. So far, I'm doing fairly well in the game, just just with a controller and being lightly drunk. <laughs> so if I'm still winning races that way. <laughs> I think I'll be okay and not necessarily have to take a wheel. But Forza Horizon 4, cocktails, music, you are number three. You are definitely a Jake of the Year. I have had such a great time doing that. Gazoom. All right. uh, Next up, I'm going to go solo. If you didn't like Solo, a Star Wars story, you're wrong. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I got to watch Solo. I went into that movie with, uh, and again, that that'll that'll go along with like hearing people try to defend it and hearing people try to bring it down. I had such a bad time listening. Don't people. bring me down. Whoa! Uh, I I had even people trying to li- talk about how they liked it. It just it became such a bummer. Like nobody really nobody could really talk about liking it. They were trying to defend it. Nobody could talk about disliking it. They were tr- talking more about. It felt like they were talking more about where they are with where the Star Wars franchise is in general. Right. People crapped on it before they even saw it, and it's... I've seen it on a lot they've, of lists. They've as, gone on the back burner with a lot of things now. They're like, whoa, maybe we should slow down. Pump the brakes. Well, yeah. I've seen it on a lot of... Or on a few lists of being like a colossal financial flop for the year, and it's the reason why... Which sucks, because it was Disney's a great movie. back on this movie. It's a really fun movie. I also feel like that movie... Some of its some of its lack of success has come from people trying that that movie came directly after Last Jedi, which is a movie that there was a certain type of person who had a problem with that. Right. And, uh, and we don't I think need that. I think Solo got hit by those type of that those type. Solo got hit by that type of a dickhead. Solo should have come out during the summer. Yeah, I, it would have made eighty million more. Just because of when it came out. It's it's just... But it, it came out in what, like March? It's such a crazy Rubik's Cube of um, being in the being in this place where people are starting to look at uh, starting to look at the Star Wars franchise as maybe we need to pump the brakes on it. It came at a point where people were like, we need to let the Star Wars franchise know that we don't like the direction it's going in. It came at a place where uh, you're trying to tell a story about Han Solo as a major motion picture. Uh, you, you know, it just... You're trying to cast someone to be Harrison Ford as a young person, and he there was there was little touches of Harrison Ford, but he didn't just impersonate Harrison Ford. No, it was. I, don't it, think so. I think I said this before. It reminded me of Chris Pine as James T. Kirk. Let's. There was little glimpses, and you're like, oh yeah, I see it, but he wasn't doing a Shatner impression. But let's also not. I mean, so that's the thing. Is I, I do you know that guy's name by the way? I can't remember what I his can't, name. That's is. the thing. I can't remember. It's a different. It's like a German or something. You know whose game? Whose name I super can remember is Donald Glover in his amazing Lando. Yeah, he did great as Lando. I, I think we had talked about my favorite character in that whole movie was his like Hawaiian Lando outfit at the oh, end. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I really enjoyed that. I thought it was. I great. loved his closet of capes. Yes, <laughs> cape closet. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones lady was I, was cool in it. Uh, just the uh, robot lady was cool in it. it. Just I really th- that movie. Woody Harrelson was cool in it. Woody Harrelson was. 
soup to nuts. Warwick like, Davis was great War, in it. Warwick Davis is always great. That's right. He's a he's a Jake of the Year every year. WD, that's what we call him. But uh, yeah, I hey, I'm I'm on board with you. I really liked Solo a lot too. It, it felt Quit fun hating in on way. Solo people. It felt fun in a way that when um, uh, the Force Awakens came out and. It maybe wasn't necessarily the most original Star Wars movie. I still looked at it and just went, you know what this this movie is the, what I this movie is what I wanted to have a Star Wars movie make me feel like. It reminded me actually because when Guardians of the Galaxy first came out, there was a little bit of me that was like, this kind of feels like a fun Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Solo kind of had that same Guardians of the Galaxy funness to it. So I don't know why everybody crapped on it and it didn't make money. It frustrates me. It's. It was part but of my letting is go is. is that like is some of those things. Star Wars is a thing now where it's it's a for me as an old nerd, it's a difficult thing to talk about because uh, it, it's difficult to like an aspect of something without the whole rich history of it having to try and have its own place and its own, uh, I guess, beef with it, mm-hmm. beef or non-beef with it. So hey, I'm with you on that. Solo great. All right, what are we up to? We are like, at the number two Jake number of the two. year. This one's going to be a little little dicey to talk about. Travis. Okay. My wife. My wife. My beautiful wife. We've had a pretty good year. Okay. The end of the year, we did something a little blue. A little blue? Are you expecting? No. We're not. Okay. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> I'm sorry, Travis. I, I almost fainted you down away just You have a built-in babysitter now. So. No. <laughs> We went out and did something a little adventurous, Trav. What'd you do? My wife got some special piercings, Trav. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Look, man, she got... Let's just say a woman has two very specific things on her body. She got those two very specific things pierced. And it is... Ouch. Pretty <laughs> damn cool. I was surprised at how well she took it. I thought she'd make a face. I thought she'd scream or whatever. She breathed. She breathed in, and as she breathed out, the the guy I believe his name was DJ. Went to a place called Koi Piercing. Right in the nostril. Unbelievably <laughs> professional. He pierced. She just as she was breathing out, there was maybe just the slightest tight, like like her. She made a, a slight wince, but real trooper. My wife is the greatest, Trav. <laughs> Cindy, you and your piercings, number two, Jake of the year. You pierced the charts. It was, it was such a cool thing that I'll never forget. We're just gonna say right nostril and left nostril. I know it's a little. I know it's weird. It's a little personal, but like it's something that uh, I'm so proud of my wife for doing. All right. I did not see that coming on the <laughs> well, list. Well, you're not gonna see it going either. <laughs> you're not gonna see it at all, my man. All right. This one honestly probably should have been a little lower on the list, but I, other things just jumped up. Uh, I'm gonna go with the DC TV universe, like the Arrowverse. Oh, I like what they're when doing. When you said DC TV universe, I was like, are, are you talking about F Batman? <laughs> no, I actually haven't seen any of that stuff. I don't have the the W or the DC app or whatever. Yeah. But I liked what they did with the crossover this year. Um, they just announced a pilot. They're going to make the pilot for Batwoman. And I thought Batwoman, how they handled Batwoman in the, in the crossover was really cool. When they went to Gotham, uh, what, what the deal was is Bruce Wayne had been gone for like three years. He just disappeared. Nobody knows where, where Bruce Wayne is. So now in, in which you, which this I'm is sorry, the Arrowverse Arrowverse. Yeah. So you got Kate Kane. That's Ruby Rose playing Bruce Kate Wayne Kane. Was a, was a entity. They've only like kind of slightly mentioned him in passing, like as a rich person. 
and they they kind of treated Batman as a, as a like in in the crossover they like I think Batman's just a urban urban legend. I don't even think oh, it's really? real. So they went to huh. Gotham and they met uh, Kate Kane, which is Ruby Rose, and the Batwoman stuff was really cool. It had a totally different tone than the other shows because each show has its own tone to it, yeah. and they managed to get like a Gothamy tone. Now, it's what, a little darker, a little yeah. more. Uh, Everything looks older and kind of run down. Okay, so so as someone who doesn't really watch these shows, uh, what would you say is the difference between say a Batgirl Gothamy tone and a an it's Arrow? It's Batwoman. Tone? Batwoman, pardon me. Batgirl is different. Pardon me. A Batwoman, a Batwoman tone and an Arrow tone. Because I I look at my my sort of passing knowledge of Arrow as being a little bit of a dark type thing. It's kind of dark, but not super dark. It's like a I don't know. The Gotham kind of felt like almost vampire-y. Like, you know what I mean? Like there might be the it, scarecrow like, there, like a, or okay, so like a gothic versus a say. Yeah, um, gothic's know, a good word. Sort of gothic's dark. a good word compared to just kind of a a crime city. Okay, because a lot of the stuff on Arrow might take place on a dock, maybe maybe or gothic, a warehouse. Gothic versus noir, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Flash is more bright stage. Yeah. Type of stuff and a little more upbeat. Yeah, I get and that. And then, uh, actually, my favorite show right now, currently in the the Arrowverse, is Legends of Tomorrow. It's so much fun. This year, uh, they're going after. They accidentally opened a portal that all these uh, mythical creatures came through. <laughs> so, okay. like, they went after a dragon in one episode. They went after a unicorn in one episode, and the unicorn starts out. It's like. It looks like a My Little Pony unicorn, and there's, like, rainbows shooting out of it and stuff. But it turns out it, like, eats people's hearts, <laughs> any, and it's any, super dark. Any manticores? Not yet, but there was a, there was a, the fairy, like, fairy godmother. Oh, really? From Cinderella, but she kind of showed up in, um, like, the Salem Witch Trials type of time frame so that she sounds, was that sounds she, fun she linked herself to this young girl whose mother was being accused of being a witch so the fairy godmother was like killing villagers that were trying to hurt <laughs> her mom there's just a lot it's fun and it's just out there away from everything else and i i hope people are watching it because i don't want it to go away and they keep rotating people through some of them are mainstays like Ray Palmer, the Adam is always on it, and Sarah Lance, the yeah. White Canary, is always on it. But they've had Wally West on it. They've had uh, Captain Cold. He kind of comes and goes. And well, Captain, am I wrong? Captain Cold is a crossover from uh, Flash. Yeah, he started on it's Flash. His character actually <clears throat> died, but the isn't but, he the Prison but, Break guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, they had both Prison Break guys. One, one was a uh, somebody just yelled. Okay, good grief. Uh, but they've had them both on there. On it's, the show. it's a lot of fun. So oh. check that out. Fun, fun. You are a Tate of the Year. Number one, Travis. Are you uh, you nervous? You excited? You, you jiving to hear this? I feel like you're going to give me a piercing. Trav. All right. I know a good place. I know uh, a good piercer. Get some ice. <laughs> I'm going to need some ice. Travis, number Snow one. Snow piercer. Number one, Jake of the Year. Is the late to the party with Travis? Yes, yes, that was going to be an honorable mention on mine. You you approached me about this. (laughs) You know, I'm like a a lot of people got got in. I got in roughly at the at the dawn of podcasting. 
you know, I started with Never Not Funny and the Giant, po- giant uh, Bombcast, two very <laughs> early podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for, you know, at least 10, 10 or so years. Yeah, sounds and about right. During for me. that time, lots of times I thought, you know, I'd like to do this, but I just don't know how. I'm not somebody. <laughs> I don't know how to get into this. Uh, you know, fast forward to this year, a good friend of mine gets a hold of me and says, hey, I'm thinking of doing this thing, and I think you'd be good for it. Need your golden tones. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, also, honorable mention of Jake of the Year is finding out that my voice works. Yeah. That was a weird thing. That was a weird thing to, uh, Smooth. you know, to find out. Hey, I think I got, I think I, got, I might, I might be able to do this, but hey, Travis, my man. But number one Jake of the Year, getting to do this with you, I'm having a blast. It's been awesome. I love it. Thank you for that. I'm loving doing it, and it's actually picking up steam. We're getting all sorts of listeners. We have listeners in China. China. In China? I'm guessing Shanghai. China? China. We have listeners in China. By the way, like, yeah, hey, listeners in China, we're sorry, I guess. I guess at least you're free enough you can listen to this, yeah. I guess. Welcome to the show. Hey. I hope you speak English, because if you don't, then you don't, then I guess you're listening because we sound hope funny you're to you. Good time. <laughs> They're over there just doing impressions of us. Oh, da, Travis That's. That's what it sounds like when I listen to myself. Yeah. I said I'm like, oh, I sound like Patrick Starr. <laughs> uh, come on, SpongeBob. Da, da, da. So I hope everybody else likes my voice better than I do. Travis. But this has been a lot of fun. I love that we've got listeners all over and people are downloading us. Yeah, but, hey, uh, number 1.5, uh, Jake of the Year, our listeners. Thanks. You guys are the Thanks. best. Thanks, people. We don't know who most of you are, but we <laughs> want to. Let us know. We want a, a whole late to the party family. We'll have aunts and uncles and cousins. We'll have a family reunion. Yeah, I'll bring the potato salad. Yeah. So Trav. All right. It's it's down to the last moment. We're down to this was actually the only one that I had a space for as number one, and I feel like your number one probably should have gone last because it was very. Uh oh. It was very. You know what I'm just realizing? In true sweet and stuff uh, like true, that. In uh, true late to the party fashion. What episode are we on? Um, I think it's like 34 it's or something like that. I don't know. We're in the 30s. It doesn't matter. I'll post it. When I when I post the episode, I'll put it on there, and then you'll know. It just occurred to me. That's great. We're either 34, 35, or 36, or 37, or maybe 38. We're one of those. I want to say 34. I should have looked on my phone. But that's not what's important. That's not what we're talking about here. My number one. And I'm going back to wrestling for this. That's why I put Daniel Bryan super low. So it was, there was a bit of a gap. I'm going to say women's wrestling, specifically hey. WWE women's cool. women's division. It's been an awesome year. They've had like a an evolution going for a couple years now. But this year they had their first Royal Rumble. Well, 2018. It's currently 2019. And we're getting ready for the second women's only Royal Rumble. But the first one was great. It was a blast to watch. They had their own pay-per-view called Evolution. They actually headlined the last pay-per-view. It was uh, t- the TLC pay-per-view, and it was Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Asuka in a TLC, so tables, ladders, and chairs match. And it was insane. It was the best match on the show by far, but specifically more than just women's wrestling, Becky Lynch. Hey, Okay. She has gotten so popular. I've always been a Becky Lynch fan. She's become so popular. She's now calling herself the man 
and it's pissing guys off. <laughs> Good it's idea. hilarious. On Twitter, she's totally kayfabing on Twitter. <laughs> so anybody that says anything, she's just like tearing them a new one on Twitter. She's she like went after John Cena on Raw the other or on SmackDown the other like last week. John Cena went after him. He huh? came back and well, he was trying to team with her, and she's like you can't see me and like getting in his face and like, I don't care, John Cena, I'm bigger than you. It's great. Becky Lynch is killing it. She's tearing it up. She turned heel uh, a few months back. She became a bad guy. And that's when it really clicked with people. Cause she was always like everybody's favorite. Like, yeah, Becky Lynch. But now that she's like got attitude yeah. and she's got uh, zero cares left, let's just say <laughs> to give, she's killing it. So Becky Lynch, you're my number one. Congratulations. Congratulations to all of our winners this year. God bless us, everyone. So, to close things out, Travis. Yes, Jake? Shall we get to the magic mic? I think we should definitely get to the magic mic. Uh, today I'd like to speak to a bit of a rainbow. All right. I wanted to hear some resolutions. You're going to taste the rainbow. I wanted to hear some resolutions, but I wanted to hear them from a few people. So, Travis. Should we do I our own resolutions first? Our own resolutions? Yeah. Do you have? Or do you any? want to do those after? Do you have an actual resolution? Do you, My main do you talk resolutions. About show resolutions, or you just talk about resolutions? Both. both. My main resolutions are get super not good at comedy because I really think I'm good at comedy. Uh, <laughs> I want to get more recognition in stand up and you get more to, opportunities outside of Utah as put well. Put yourself out there more. Yeah, it's to leave the state, do stand up in California, do stand up maybe in New York, get start going around more and doing so uh, after, more national stuff. After we saw Ron Funches, I started following him on Twitter and things like that. And he is gen- he is very much been a very like this he year. Hates he hates San Antonio. Does he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't yes. know about that, but I do just know about he has been doing a lot of things specifically to try to get himself out there and track. Right. I want to see that kind of stuff for you. That's that's one of my resolutions and also just keep spreading this show and gaining more more and more people because it is picking up and people are passing it along to other people and we're starting to get recognition. I'm doing Wizarding Days in February 22nd and 23rd. It's a like mostly Harry Potter themed convention here in Utah and I'm doing a podcast panel. Well, congrats so, about that. And it's picking up steam and I just want it to keep going. I mean, we're only like six months in. But we're getting a lot of downloads, and it's all over the the country and all over the world. So I'm super proud of it, and I know you and I are both just going to get better at it, and people are going (laughs) to keep sharing it, and we're going to have that fan base and family that that we're looking for. So that's my resolutions. Uh, I would say – Oh, and probably lose 15 pounds. (laughs) 20. Um, I am 25. I'm not normally someone to do resolutions because at least for me that, that speaks to that. I'm not, I'm not trying to be better. Most of the time I'm only trying to be better, you know, once a year. Uh, I I just want to try and keep on my toes with that stuff. If I were to say resolutions though, I do have two things that I've thought a lot about in the recent, uh, as far as the show resolution goes, um, I'm a bit of an awkward person and through these six months of us doing the show, I have struggled with people I know knowing that I do this. 
Uh, and that that is just a very me thing. You should not, try telling people that you do stand up comedy. It's not. It, <laughs> That's it, really it, weird. It doesn't have anything to do with like the quality of the show or like I'm ashamed of it. It's just a matter of like I am just very uncomfortable when someone I know knows that I do this and they're listening to me do it. Because you're putting yourself out there and giving your opinions. And so the res the resolution for the show is just to stop caring about that. Yeah. I just told I just told the world that my wife has pierced nipples. So. <laughs> I guess I've gotten off to. A good I thought track it was her that. nostrils. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> uh, if I'm going to talk about a, a resolution of my own, I've actually been thinking about this for a while, and I want to make 2019 uh, a year of me trying not to. Uh, um, uh, it's okay not to like things, certainly, but I don't want to. I don't want to uh, spend time trying to convince people that there's something wrong with something that they like. Yeah, just. Go past um, it. Don't watch it. If you see something on Facebook you don't like, that you was, know what? You can scroll. That was part of my scroll. letting go. Uh, I think it's great to have discussions. And if if I don't like something, I'm not going to pretend like I like it. But I'm, I'm going to try to be more mindful. Oh, I of, totally do that. I'm going to try to be more mindful about uh, not insulting things or not trying to, when I see someone liking things, not, you know, not try and jump on and say like, oh, this is what's wrong with it or make them feel dumb about it, you know? There, there are there are some things that uh, I struggled with. It's just I just want to have a year of understanding people for what they are. Mm-hmm. Good, if that makes it. So that's a it makes life a lot easier if you're not trying to control every situation. Yes, some might say that it's really good to just let go. Sounds like the staff is having a party on the other side of this wall. Hokey smokey. I wonder how much that's picking up. So perhaps we should get to those uh, special magic mics. Let's get to those magic micers. Now, I know that this I know that this takes a lot out of you, Travis. Oh, but, uh, I get the you, vapors. Are you, uh, are you able to have multiples? Is, or is it just going to... Are they all going to be in one at a time, or are they all coming in at once? I don't think we can do all at once. Whew, I think that, that would... would I think they better form a line. I don't want to clean up this room afterward if I that hope, happens. I hope I tried sending messages to the proper authorities, so hopefully they've got a they've got a, a cue. So before but before we start, I'm just gonna ask Travis, can your body handle this? Yes, I, I've been drinking a lot of water and eating clean in preparation for this. <laughs> okay. So we should be good. Well then for the first Hang on a this, second. Hmm? It's a leather couch. I was just trying to make a fart sound, but it didn't work. <laughs> I leaned it on on it earlier Travis, and I made a I'm fart let you sound. Know a little secret. God get God gave us these uh, these tongues and lips so we could go. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I think I'm ready now. Are you ready? Yes. First, I would like to uh, speak with one Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. All right, I'm going to say the magic words. Strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hello. Is this Jake? This is... How do you know who I am, Michael? Because I got an email that I was going to talk to you today. <laughs> That's right. I did send you an email about yes. this. Yes. So I, I, tried to get a, I tried to get a hold of these celebrities ahead of time because... Your email uh, address is Pierce Nipple Fan 69 <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I told people about that. Um... Mr. McDonald's. Yes, that is me. What's your What's your favorite thing when you go to a McDonald's? I get the Big Mac. Oh yeah, with extra cheese and onions. Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. extra onions. Yeah. Oof, Mr. McDonald. I want to feel thought it. I smelled something coming across the room. That's right? where I get my soul from. Reconstituted onions. Yeah. You know <laughs> 
That's not what we're talking about here. No, it's not. Michael McDonald, I emailed you about this, and I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about New Year's resolutions. Do you have any resolutions for this year? In fact, I do, Jake. Well, lay them on me, brother. I want to work on my memory. Oh, you've been having trouble? Yes, you see. Epileptic. I have uh, issues with that myself. Please tell me about what your experience is like. It's very simple. I keep forgetting. <laughs> That's all. I don't know. See, the thing is, what I don't. Michael McDonald. I'm not nearly as familiar as your, with your work as uh, you, I should be. But I did not see that coming. <laughs> well, when you don't see it coming, you always know I'm gonna be there. Yes, I am. Michael McDonald. Phantom Zone. I keep forgetting. Okay. Travis, I'm back. I'm back. Michael, Michael McDonald got me. He got you. He got me. He didn't get weird, did he? He didn't get weird. He just okay. got me. Oh, good. Luckily, so far, starting off 2019, horny guest free. Yes, one Maybe down. I got, I got out ahead of that talking about pierced nipples, so I didn't have to worry about it. I guess. I'm wondering if I, I'm a bad influence on these people. Maybe they're perfectly normal till they enter my body. I, I, don't I know. sent them all. I, I, I guess I didn't tell you I emailed them all. So okay, I, as part of my email, email, I said. Horny replies. Can we leave those alone? <laughs> well, we'll see what we get. We'll see huh? who, who does yeah. what. Next up on our trail, I'd like to talk to Smeagol. Smeagol? Smeagol or Gollum? Or, or both? Well, I, I don't know if I get a choice in the matter. All right. Well, we'll see who shows up, I guess. I guess that's weird. I guess when you call, you're going to have to call upon him. I don't know if he'll even answer because I, I don't know if it's persona specific. We'll find out. But we're going to try and talk to Smeagol. All right. Strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hi there. Hello, precious. How are you today? Uh, you know what? I'm doing fine. Please, if you, would, if you would, I would. I would rather you not call me precious. I, I'm trying I to be more humble in 2019. I want to but call them precious, I precious. I, pre- I appreciate you're just trying to be courteous. Stupid. <sighs> what? I'll take that in stride. What do you want? I did you get my email first of all? Yes. So then you know what I want. Yes, my New Year's resolution. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. I really, really, really wanna see. Oh, oh boy. Uh, you know what? That's not what we're talking about here. What I'd like to hear from you, Smeagol. Smeagol, Gollum, who am I, who am I speaking with? Birth. Oh, <laughs> well, then perhaps I'll get a split. Uh, can I get some New Year's resolutions from the both of you? Our New Year's resolution is to lose weight. Ooh, boy, that's right, process. Where are you gonna lose that, bro? I used to eat clean. I was on a keto diet, and then I met this stupid fat hobbits, and they introduced me to taters. <laughs> Potatoes. Oh, boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. Lots of starch, they're precious. So and I've put on, like, five pounds. Really, now? Yes. Where's that? Ooh. Ooh, Gollum's so thick. I had to get a new round to wear around my waist. Gollum got booty. Gollum got booty, that's right. Smeagle booty. You got a specific diet you're going to, you, you're still going to stick with keto? You're going to try to go back to eating lots of raw fish. Oh, well, you know. I'm, I'm a fan of sushi. But that's pretty much my New Year's resolution. Well, thank you. Gollum, you have been a gentleman today. Thank you. Thank you. Got with that, Gollum. I cast you back in the fan zone. Stupid fat hobbies. Okay, I'm back. Trav, Gollum was really nice, too. Gollum was pleasant? That one, I was really surprised by that one. I thought he was going to come at me with something. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Well, all right. What do we got here on the trail? Must have been Smeagol, then. Yeah. Yeah. He was a good guy. (laughs) Smeagol's. Could you get in touch with John Goodman for me, please? Yes. I I think I can do that. Uh, I just actually forgot the secret 
secret word, even though I've said it twice. All right. All right. <laughs> Strawberry shortcake. Hello. John? This is this is John Goodman. John, you Is this Jake? Yeah. Jake, I think we've met before. Yeah, I've, you know I've been on this show before. John, you, you have the honor of maybe being our... You, you're probably not going to be our last in this program even, but you I think you might be our first repeat guest on the Oh, Magic it's Mike. great to be back. I, I'm, I'm honored. It's been... Honored. You know what? I got to say I missed you, buddy. I missed you as well. What you been up to since Travis last Tate spoke? is a great place to put your consciousness into. If, <laughs> if you're ever going on vacation to Utah... You don't actually have to go there. You just get on the magic mic and put your consciousness right in this guy. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you hopping in today. Did you get my email, John? I did. In fact, I did. Uh, my New Year's resolution for uh, 2019 is I'm finally going to release my long-awaited rap album. Is that right? That's right. Do you have a name for this rap album? Well, no, not yet. I'm open to suggestions, though. You know I might what? call it Rosie. May I? May yes. I give a suggestion? Yes. John Goodman, it's all good, man. That is, that's actually my rap name. I go by John Goodman. I don't want people to know it's me. All good They'll man never in see the through the facade. <laughs> Think about it. You know what? Just a, just a you suggestion. May, you may have heard me rap as, uh, as a Fred Flintstone in the Fruity Pebbles commercials. Yes, that's well, right. Said, My name is Fred, and I'm here to say I love Fruity Pebbles in a major was it way. Fred or was it Barney? I, you know, I'm going to go with it. I'm sure it was. You. And then at the end of the commercial, I go, Barney. 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 My Pebbles. But you want to hear my rap song? Please. It's I'm not gonna, original. It's a cover. The floor is yours. If you know who it is, you can go ahead and tell me at the end. But I know who it is. You ready? I'm rough like sandpaper, hard like algebra. You should be glad that I was nice and I allowed you to step on stage to kick your rhymes off. I tried to be nice, but you mistook that for softness. Now it's over. The hell with your opinion. That was strong words. What I say goes from now on. This is my dominion. Are there any rappers who would step on stage? Because if you do, you'll feel the pulse of my rage. I'm on a rampage. I, you I'm like not it? familiar with that artist. That's DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Alrighty then. Well, that's my resolution. <laughs> John, kick it on back to the fence. Come then. to my concert. Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> All right, I'm back. <laughs> Thank How'd you. How'd it go? Boy, we are three for three. How's John the... Goodman doing? We haven't talked Boy, to him for a while. It was good to see him. Oh, it's been cool. a while. Been cool. A while. It's been a while. So let me, let me look at my list here. I, I made a list. Okay. I'm checking it twice. I'm going to find out who's naughty or who's Michael Caine. Michael Caine? All right, yeah. here we go. Strawberry shortcake. Hello, Michael. Hello, Jake. This is Michael Kane. It's good to see you, Michael. It's Kane. good to be back. It's only you're, been like a month. Yeah, you, you're a recent guest, but yes. you know what? I requested from my my people, my my manager, my agent. I was like, I got to go back on that show. Yeah, it was, I was so surprised. I sent emails, pleasant. I sent emails out to everyone, but you contacted me first. That's right. Anytime I can come on here, I would be more than happy. Oh, Michael, you're a gentleman. But that's and not what scholar. we're talking about. What we're talking right. about is, Michael, could you talk to me about, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I do, in fact. My New Year's resolution for 2019 is to speak more clearly with more deliberate intent. That's a no, that sounds noble. Instead of rambling like some people do. That way, people know what I'm talking about. 
when I am trying to convey a point to them or other people, either way, it doesn't matter. Am I good yet? Yeah, you're good. Okay, okay. You know what? That that was great. That was great, Michael. Thank you very much. Do you think that we? Do you think we're finished yet? I think we're finished. That is my New Year's resolution. Found us all, Michael. Thank you for having me back. Okay, I'm back. They've all they've all been really nice. Michael Kane a little dicey just because you, you have a hard time knowing when to jump in with him. Yeah, he he kind of takes his time. Yes. He, Let's keep the train moving. Chugga 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 chugga. All right. Chugga, 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 Where chugga, are we at? Chugga. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man. All right. Yeah. All right. I think I can do this. Uh, strawberry shortcake. Mm, yeah. How's it going? Hey. Who am I talking to here? Mr. Poffo, this is Jake. This is my 87th interview today. You, yeah. I watched their interview of yours just recently. People want to talk to Macho Man because the cream rises to oh, the, the top. Oh, the cream rises. Uh-huh. That is like the cl- yeah. that, That's top of the pops of uh, promos. Mm, cream of the crop promo may yeah. be my favorite, but I saw one recently. Because which I, one? I, I don't know if you heard. I Was I talking heard, to Mean Gene? I don't know if you heard, Randy. Mean Gene passed. Oh, Mean Gene. Oh, no. Listen up, Mean Gene. Yes, I did. I, I saw a really good interview. We went with, to lunch today. Uh, you and you and Sting were teamed up at the time. Mm, the Stinger. And, and yeah. <laughs> this was this wasn't the Steve Crow. Borden. This wasn't the the Crow Sting. It was uh, Surfer Sting. Sting ass Sting. My favorite Sting. And uh, Sting was doing the Sting was doing the heavy lifting on the. I, I guess saying the heavy lifting is disingenuous. I mean, Sting was saying the most. You would only pop in periodically to say, "I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> It was, was probably talking about Elizabeth then. I didn't see Elizabeth during the Elizabeth. But you know what? Randy, that's not what we're talking about. Did what are we get, talking Randy, about? Randy, did you get my email? Oh, yeah, 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 I did. You wanted to know the Macho Man's New Year's resolution. That is what I would like to hear. For 2019. Bring it. I'm going to make the man bun macho, Jake. Is that right? People are bagging on the man bun, but they don't know... Macho Man's been sporting a man bun for five years just, now. I didn't know that. Was it underneath the cowboy hat? It's under the cowboy hat. It's under the radar. Is it under the bridge? It's been under the bridge, but now it's on the top of the bridge, and it's looking down on all you. Yeah. And it's going to make the man bun cool, because the man bun is the cream, and the cream rises to the top of the Macho Man's head. Oh, Macho Man. That's right. You got me energized. Cruel man pun. I, li- I like feeling this good, but Macho Man, I'm going to have to send you back to the Phantom Zone. Elizabeth! I'm back. Macho Man's got me feeling really good. <coughs> I don't know why I'm coughing. <laughs> I don't either. It's almost like Dr. Ma- Claw popped in. Macho Man must have been worked up. <laughs> he, was, he, he was ready to go. He wants to bring the man, but he will not bring the man bun back. It never left, but he wants to, he wanted to make it macho. Oh, wow. That is noble. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know if that's noble, but it's, yeah, uh, it's noble. It's definitely he's gonna. It's something you got to try for. He's doing good works. All right, so we got we got we got one more on the list here. Oh, who is it? I want to talk to Sean Connery. You want to talk to Sean Connery? Like oh, wow, yeah. Is he Sir Sean Connery now? I think I don't know. Seems, we'll just call him like, Sean. Seems likely. All right. Well, strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Uh, Mr. Connery. Is, it, this is, is this Mr. Connery? This is Mr. Connery. Thank you for being so uh, fakely arte- 
articulate with your Mr. Connery crap. But this is Mr. Connery. Thank you. Who's this? Hey, why are you going to be like that? Because I'm old. That's why. You are. You are indeed very old, Mr. And Connery. And my kilt is... We haven't seen you in a while. Um, I'm retired. Partially. You'll see why I say partially. Partially? Very soon. Mr. Connery, I'd like to ask you, did, did you get my email? Yes, I did. That's why I'm here. Did you think I just randomly picked up a microphone or jumped into a fat man's head so I could come to Utah and shit in a green room? Wait, what are you going to do in Utah? Shit in a green room. You, I will not have you doing that in this green room, Mr. Connery. I'll do we whatever want I want. Shop in here. I have a kilt on. I don't want to have to pay a cleaning deposit. I don't even this. have to drop the kilt. Uh, you may you may want to look down. You're inhabiting someone else's body. There's no kilt on you currently. Well, he's going to he's gonna wish he was Please wearing do a that, kilt when I'm done. Pants, I'm Connery. shitting in a zebra seat. Stop doing that in the zebra seat, Mr. Connery. <laughs> it's a chair. Anyway, that, that's, that's, that's not right. what we're talking about. Mr. Connery? Yes. You got my email, correct? Yes, I did. Could you could you maybe contain yourself enough to tell me about a New Year's resolution? I can probably try. Yes, I can do it. Uh, my New Year's resolution for 2019 is I am going to retake the mantle of James Bond. Oh, is that Bond. right? James Bond. That's right. Daniel Craig doesn't want to do it anymore. What a real man is going to step up and jump back in to the shoes of James Bond. Shiny black shoes. I, I'm i a little skeptical whether you can pull that off. Why is body. that? You're like I've made a comeback before. I, I left. I left and came back and did Diamonds Are Forever. Probably the worst Sean, Bond movie of Sean, all time, but like I that, did it nonetheless. At the at the end of Last Crusade, you look like that skeleton guy. You look like you chose poorly. Yes, but I have been getting into shape. I do three thousand shit ups every day. You can do that into the air. Yes. How many shit ups do you do a day? Uh, I don't. I don't do that. I I just do it like normal people do. I do it into a toilet. I don't know if you know this, myself afterward. but Northern Scotland has been running all of their power off of my shit-ups. They hook a generator to me, and I've been powering the whole damn country. <laughs> oh. I, I think that's a likely story. Scottish power, you ever heard of it? It comes from me. I haven't heard of it. And my kilt while I'm doing shit-ups. Hey. Don't don't flip that thing up at me. Kilt that I told you you're not wearing. 007 inches. <laughs> All right. All right, we're getting into that area. Sean Connery. Sean Connery? Yes. I cast you back to the Phantom Zone. 007. <laughs> okay, I'm back. He slaps his wife, you know. He That's right. <laughs> that's the, right. A, I've never been I choose able to not to remember that part. I have never been able to look at him the same until someone pointed out. And and I take a I take a very like Schadenfreude. I take a very like not pleasant pleasure in like enjoying telling people like oh I love Sean Connery He's so great. Like he hits his wife, you know, like no he doesn't. No, he let me let me show you this interview where Barbara Walters tries to let him get out of it. <laughs> he he 100% asserts that he slaps his wife. <laughs> So, Travis. Yes, Jake? I've got a secret magic mic. Oh, yeah? <laughs> There's one more person I emailed. Oh, boy. Who is it? Oh, I think I, I think you might be able to guess, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I have no idea. Travis. Yes. I emailed Toby Keith. Toby Keith? I emailed Toby Keith. Oh, boy. So, what? 
Why don't you try this uh, the secret word and see if we can uh, get a hold of him real quick? All right, strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hello. Toby Keith. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Toby Keith. Who, who am I talking Toby to? Keith, yeah. You're talking to yeah. Jake. You're Jake. our first guest, Jake. Toby Keith. Ah, oh, you're the guy that that uh, works with that that piece of crap, Travis Tate, right? Hey, now I'm not going to put up with that here. Oh, uh, we got beef. We got Keith you're beef a guest from in my way house. back. You're you're in a you're in my house. You're not going to talk about the Keith beef. All right. All right, now look. I'll behave. Did you get my email? I sure did. Do you have a resolution for me, Kobe Teeth? You want to know what Toby Keith's resolution is I, for this year? I am certainly curious about it. Well, I guess what's left to take over? Toby Keith runs this country. It's run on Keith. Keith Power? Keith Power. Uh, I, had, I had a former guest that said, feels like with his Scottish power, is going to challenge you. Well, what do you think of America that? America runs on Keith beef. I don't know if you know that. That's why they sell the gas stations. Toby Keith. I tried one of your hamburgers. Did you? Garbage. Better than Mean Jeans hamburgers, Garbage, right? Toby Keith. You didn't like my hamburgers? No. Why? It, it was, it was stringy. My hamburgers will put a boot in your ass because it it's American way. It was, it was gar, it was garlicky, like, but like in that bad way. Well, that's not garlic. And and look, I'm I'm gonna be frank with you. That's Toby chocolate. Keith. You know what? Yeah. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Well, I it's supposed it to give hours. you diarrhea. No, that's a feature? Yeah. Everybody knows hamburgers give you diarrhea. You know what, Toby Keith? You're not good enough for the Phantom Zone. I cast you to the diarrhea. I zone. didn't give my New Year's resolution, which is to take over opera. <laughs> okay, I'm back. I kind of regret that secret. Toby Keith? Toby I was, Keith? How was Toby Keith doing? He's still Did he say anything nice about me? He's still a dick. Uh, always will be. All right. Travis, this has been a blast. It has. It has been a blast. We've reached the end of the show. Do you have any, do you have any plugs that you, you know, we're, we're working um, on our Mondays now, so things are going to be relatively close on things. Yeah, anything coming up? Anything, anywhere you're going to be? Uh, let's see. This Wednesday, I'll be uh, emceeing open mic downtown at the Wise Guys. If you want to see a train wreck for two hours, <laughs> then I highly recommend that. Uh... Then, like I said, February 22nd and 23rd, I'll be at Wizarding Days. Uh, I'm getting some panels together to submit to FanX. So if you have any suggestions of panels you want to see, if you send them to me this week, I can I can probably submit those. FanX in the spring has a little bit less panel space, so it's a little bit tighter of a show. But if you have something you want to see that you've always wanted and they haven't done, I'll submit it. Why not? So, but other than that, check me out doing stand up. Keep listening to the podcast. Share it with, yeah. with your friends and family. We, we would coworkers. you as always. If, if you like what you heard, please like and subscribe. We would love it if you would write us a review, rate us. I would love it if you would give us five stars. But hey, I'm a fair man. Give us what you think we deserve, please. Which is five. You Let's can be honest. You are welcome to contact us at later to the tater at gmail.com. We have, never, we have still, as of yet, never received a single email. But you know what? 2019 is about positivity. I think we're getting we're downloads. Get, That's the important thing. I think thing. we're going to get an email in 2019. If you're going to send an email, send it to uh, your local comedy clubs, wherever that's at, and tell them you want Travis Tate on stage headlining. Uh, if you'd like to see what I'm thinking about, I'm on Twitter at Jake underscore doll. That's the D-A-H-L, like the rolled man. Not uh, related to him at all. <laughs> but you're welcome to check me out on Twitter. I'm a, I've been relatively active on that lately. You know what? I've been leaving Facebook behind. I had an incident this week, Trav. I put up a video that I thought 
everybody needs to know about. My friend Dan turned me on to there is a band called Skapesh Mode that Skapesh is Mode. Depeche Mode ska covers. All I ever wanted. Relatively crickets. Huh. So I kind of might be leaving Facebook in the rear view. I had a really good Facebook week this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we can hear about it on another episode. Yeah, just but that's that's how you can that's that's where you can find me. You're super welcome to. I do my best. Uh, Travis Tate funny on Instagram and Twitter. I've got a Travis Tate comedian page and just my regular page. So find me on any of those. We would of course like to thank Blue Wave Theory for our opening and closing hymns. Excellent music. We let we love having you here in 2019. So. With that said, unless unless do you feel like I've missed anything, my man? I think we've covered everything well, there there is to cover. For that, for the first time in 2019, I'm Jake, and I'm Travis Tate. And guess what? It's better Tate than never. <laughs>